This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's an excellent NBA rider, insider reporter for USA Today. He's our friend, friend of the show, joins me now. Greetings, Mr. Zilgit. Hey, Bill. How you doing? I'm trying to remember, did you have the courage, I'm doing great, did you have the courage in Boston at the finals to go after the full lobster? I did have the courage, Bill. <laughs> You're an American hero. How did you keep that off your suit? Uh, it, well, first of all, let me go back to this point, Bill. The uh, pandemic and the bubble changed my attitude about my uh, appearance. Now, not that I come on kempt, but I no longer wear a suit to games. So I had that working for me. Okay. And then I'll also say, living here in uh, you know the D.C. area and meeting my wife, who is a Maryland native, uh, and doing the crab feast with her family in the summer times. I know it's not quite the same, uh, but I, I think I've become adept at cracking through and pulling out the, the most delicious of the meat, whether it's crab or lobster. All right. I, next time I, I, I'm in the same town as you, Jeff, whether you want to or not, I'm going to do everything in my power <laughs> to draft you into the service of teaching me how to do that. Wow. Because when I open lobster, it just, I just like I, I can't see out of my left eye. I look down, my shirt's covered and stuff. I didn't eat the lobster because I knew what happened. Jeff Zilgit here on the show. All right, moving on to the actual, uh, the actual basketball. It certainly feels like Utah is in full-on Danny Ainge, tear it down, rebuild, get a whole bunch of assets kind of a mode. Based on what that organization was able to get for Rudy Gobert. What do you think the price will be or what in the range it'll be for, for, for Donovan Mitchell? Well, Bill, I've been saying this for a couple weeks now or whatever, I, you know, time is skewed here during free agency in the, the summertime. Ever since the Gobert trade, Minnesota and Tim Conley really skewed the market, I think, for what's a feasible trade. And it's one reason, Bill, I think it's held up. I may have said this to you recently. It's one reason that Sean Marks of the Brooklyn Nets very well can't go to his ownership, Joe Sy, and say, I'm getting less for Kevin Durant than what Utah got for Rudy Gobert. And now Danny Ainge has set the bar for that. So, Bill, I think it's going to have to be some combination. Are you talking, you know, three first-round draft picks, and we know the Knicks have hoarded them, not quite like the Oklahoma City Thunder has gotten first-round picks, but they have enough to make a deal like that. It doesn't surprise me the Knicks are involved, but I'm talking, Bill, three, four first-round picks plus a couple players. I think that in, in those couple players, I, you know, I don't know if we're talking Quentin Grimes. I don't know if we're talking R.J. Barrett. Um, I don't know which direction, but Danny Ainge certainly sees an avenue 
to restock with draft picks and, and some younger talent. And that that's what I'm looking at the bar, Bill. And again, I do think it's made life difficult for Sean Marks and, and Kevin Durant in trying to find a new team. Jeff Zilgit, what do you think a Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett-fronted New York Knicks team actually does you know over the course of the next couple of seasons what, what what kind of a team is that at what level uh, uh, well bill let's go back to two seasons ago when the knicks were the fourth seed um w- without uh two of the three that you mentioned jalen brunson and donovan mitchell um the way i look at the east though bill is it's really hard to crack that top four or five over the next couple of years boston with jalen brown jason tatum and their ages, they're not going anywhere. And now the Malcolm Brogdon deal, they're, they're not going anywhere for the next couple of years. Bill, you and I may have had this conversation in Boston with Milwaukee and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Or do we think realistically he's only going to play in one finals in his career? I think he's got another finals appearance in him, at least. You talk about the Miami Heat. Bill, they don't seem to be going anywhere. And don't discount them in the Donovan Mitchell deal. They've had their eyes on Donovan. They, If Donovan Mitchell had hit restricted free agency and not signed his extension, I do think the Miami Heat would have made a run at Donovan Mitchell. But it makes sense for him to sign that deal and get paid. And then, so you start to go down the list, Bill. What about Philadelphia? They feel with a a healthy and in shape James Harden alongside Embiid that they're going to be able to compete. So I'm I'm having a hard time, Bill, seeing where the Knicks fit into that. um, Even with Donovan, does it make them a potential contender in the East? I believe it does. Um, But boy, the the way the East is shaping up, uh, I I just find it difficult that that's a team that's going to be able to get to the finals. And I'll tell you what, I was going to ask you about, about Zach Levine. I, I like if they're healthy. I mean, that's a bulls team that had stretches. Jeff Zilgit when, when they were for the most part, all together and fully constituted, that was a really good basketball team. What do you what do you see in Chicago given Levine's decision? Thanks for reminding me about that, Bill. They were in first place for a good stretch of the year, um, or at least competing for the the top seed in the East. So if they're healthy with Lamelo Ball back in, you know he, that that hurt. Um, and, and then you have DeRozan, you have Vucevic, um, and if you haven't heard me say this before, Bill, I think Billy Donovan is probably, if not underappreciated, underrated, one of the better coaches. We, 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 we sort of criticize Billy Donovan for having, you know, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, um, and, and, you know, I know he didn't have those guys for long. But then when he didn't have those guys, you saw what he could do with the Oklahoma City team. That, you know, he won more games than Sam Presti, the GM there, probably wanted him to win. Um, in everything. And, and so I think given that healthy lineup, they're going to be in the mix as well, Bill. And again, we still don't know what's going to happen with Brooklyn. I mean, uh, you and I sit here today. Is there the idea that Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons are on that roster at the start of training camp? That seems like a real possibility for some of the reasons I was explaining earlier. Um, that's just difficult for them to work out a trade um, that ownership thinks is acceptable and Sean Marks thinks is acceptable. Um, and, and so Brooklyn with that, with that, even though they have those issues of not necessarily guys wanting to be there, they still have a quality team. And, and so I don't rule them out uh, of that mix as well. So the, I do really like the way the East is shaping up, especially the, those top six teams. And I do appreciate teams that are going for it. So that's the one thing I'm going to give the Knicks credit for if they go out and get down to Mitchell. 
And the Bulls did that when they went and got LaMelo, when they went and got DeRozan, and they traded for Vucevic. I'm a much bigger fan of this era. Instead of waiting for LeBron is no longer capable of getting to the finals every year, which happened in the East. I like these teams going for it, Bill. And, and uh, the, the teams that do that, uh, you know, get kudos in my book. They're not sitting around waiting um, for draft picks to come around and to rebuild. They want to do it now, and, and I do appreciate that. And, and Jeff, I'll just I'll, I will co-sign and, and celebrate your perspective, and also say I like the moves that the Hawks have made. I mean, I I think Atlanta. I love that addition of Murray is interesting. I thought, you know, Cleveland was really good for a stretch last year, and they're they're young, and Ricky Rubio being injured was it was a significant change for them in terms of how they played. I mean, the as I listen to you talk and I and I think about a few other teams, man, the East is going to be brutal this year and fun. It is, and look, I look at that Central Division, and I know we don't care about divisions, but Detroit was close to a 500 team the second half of the year. Cleveland, when they have that weird roster they're throwing out there with essentially three seven-footers, you have Darius Garland. I know they're still working on a Colin Sexton deal. You're going to bring Rubio and Love off the bench. I mean, that, that's a really fun team. They're really good defensively, too, Bill. I mean, that, that, that you, you know, so they get a little better offensively. Um, they're going to be in the mix. Detroit, I think, is going to be better. I don't know if they're a playoff team, but they're, they're improving. And so, I, look, I, I love the way some of these teams are, are doing it, Bill. And so I don't think it's going to be easy for any team. And now, you know, I, I, I just don't want people to think just because the Knicks get Donovan Mitchell that all of a sudden this makes them some contender, um, you know, right up there with the Boston Celtics. And, Bill, I do like you mentioned it. I think the Gallinari deal uh, mm. was, was sneaky, sneaky good um, for Brad Stevens in that group. And, and yep. so, again, Bill, I'll put a point on it. You know, the Celtics, even though Danny Ainge left, the Celtics have managed to keep it rolling. It's a well-run organization from ownership on down, and their goal is to win a championship. And I thought they had a really nice offseason as well. So I'm going to admit something to you, Jeff Zogan. I haven't admitted to anyone, including the audience listening. I'm just going to tell you this because I feel kind of weird about it, and you tell me if you agree. I find myself edging toward full-on belief and endorsement in James Harden this upcoming year, and therefore Philadelphia. And I don't, <laughs> I don't like the, that feeling in my side of myself that I believe in Harden, but I kind of do. Well, I, look, Bill, it's funny you mention that. I, I, look, I, I don't want to get into the whole idea of body shaming, but we do know that players need to be in shape, right? Let, let, let's just start with that. I thought when James Harden was partying out there at the Hamptons, um, with his good friend who used to own a portion of the 76ers, the owner of Fanatics, Michael Rubin. I thought James Harden looked really, really good. You know, we, we have not seen him in a couple months. So, I, Bill, when I saw a picture of him, I was starting to put some stock into that idea. I said it earlier, if he comes back healthy and in shape, and, and, and there will be people, Bill, I don't know how much I've mentioned this, there will be people who tell you, that you know, James Harden didn't feel he was healthy in Brooklyn and wasn't 100% when he got to Philadelphia, and that did have some impact. Maybe some of that's on him as well, but I, th- I think if he comes in healthy and in shape, you're going to see a lot different James Harden than we saw with him in Philadelphia when he was, from when he was traded and through the playoffs. Jeff Zilgit from USA Today. You are a gentleman and a scholar. I'll just agree to disagree on this, and I think you're probably right because yep. you're the gentleman and a scholar. I don't right. think it's body shaming to talk about athletes' weight, just like I don't think it's height shaming 
to talk about a guy that isn't tall enough to play a certain sport. Now, to be fair, I take that to the extreme with occasional donut jokes here on the show, which maybe that is, but but I think I think that's a reasonable thing to talk about when you're talking about professional athletes. What well, they Bill, weigh. How about how about the time you were around the Miami Heat and they have a pretty strenuous preseason workout test that you have to pass. Right. And there are guys who don't pass it on the first attempt, Bill. And then they're not allowed to practice with the team. We, we've seen that before. And, and so, you know, the idea, and, and I've seen this happen too, Bill, that they're watching. And, and this is why guys, I think a lot of them, you know, and, and I go to LeBron, you know, at the top of the list of why guys, you know, you're measuring every single thing you, you eat and drink and put into your body so that you, you are, you know, at the highest level of fitness um, that you can be in, you know, you're not going to have one ounce of muscle more than you need to. And, and I think the heat do that really, really well. And you see guys getting weighed um, after practice in certain teams. And, and so, look, I, I guess I just wanted to be a little careful on it out there, but I think the idea of being in shape and being where you can perform at the ultimate to your ability, I, I do think that is important. All right. Last one for you, Jeff Zilkin. I'm usually pretty, um, cautious on making any assessments of any level on any guys that have been drafted playing in summer league because I've seen it enough to know it's just it's a it's a tiny little sample size that said Chet Holmgren's pretty pretty fun to watch and some other guys have caught my eye are are there any players you got to see in the glimpses that we've gotten at summer league that have reconfirmed or, or adjusted your perspective about about people you think could be future stars in the NBA well, Bill, number one, uh, your initial point uh, on this is that, you know, you're not, not only small sample size, you're playing against guys who are either have never played in the NBA or are, are struggling. We're not struggling, but, you know, just early in their careers or, you know, struggling to catch on in, in the NBA. So there's lots that, you know, you need to take with, with that in perspective. Paolo Boncaro, I, I think, is going to be really good in the league, Bill. Um, I, I thought he was the most NBA-ready player in terms of his skill set, both ends of the court, what Duke asked him to do um, and what, you know, he'll be able to do in the NBA. You mentioned Holmgren. I thought he was very much a system player at Gonzaga. And, you know, there were other players on that team who needed to eat as well. And that would be the case um, with him in, in the Thunder as well. But I think the Thunder will really unveil a skill set that he wasn't quite able to always show at Gonzaga. I thought Keegan Murray. You know, I know there was a lot of controversy about picking a guy who was that age. Um, so I don't have a problem anymore, really, with picking guys who are four-year players or three-year players. You're going to get them from their rookie year and through their second contract, through the prime of their career. And, and by and large, you're probably also going to get a, a fairly mature player as well, you, you know, who had to get through four years of school, um, who knew what it took to, you know, balance all that. And, and so I don't mind that pick at all, um, Bill, and, and I think he's going to be really good for them as well. Congratulations, Iowa. You, there's a little love in my home state. Uh, Jeff Zilgit, I love talking basketball with you, my friend. Thank you. That's perfect, Bill. Yeah, and I'm serious, dude, like crab, lobster. <laughs> a, my wife's allergic to shellfish, so I can only eat it when I'm away from her. And B, I, I don't know how to do it. I went to a lobster wedding once, and it was – it was embarrassing. It was it was it was a lot harder than giving speeches. So we got. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into that next time we're in the same city. Bill, I had to give someone the side eye in Boston when they cracked into that lobster though, and a piece 
of something came flying out, landed on my pants. You, you Ooh, know, I, so. I saw that. Was that was what did that person's name with um Ram Kamek? <laughs> it, it, it was not that it was not him that Was it wait, was did it rhyme with Loward? Leck? <laughs> you, you know what? It was a. I, 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 you know, I can't even name the person. It was a, a Boston Celtics employee. Oh, I did miss it. Greg having a quick bite to eat, and uh, you know, <laughs> she she was embarrassed and felt bad, uh, Bill. So you know, my side eye quickly uh, went to. Uh, oh, it's okay. You know, this, this will come out in the wash. The old Zilgit side out of sympathy move. I've seen it before. <laughs> Jeff Zilgit, you're a good man, buddy. Thanks for being on. Later, Bill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 